When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey, Patrick, uh, yesterday at Twin Cities Orthopedic Performance Center, two high-profile, prominent, elite Minnesota sports figures made their return to the practice field. Daniil Hunter and Phil Mackey. Very That's excited. Good. That's good, Daniil. Daniil wants to be here for life. So uh, that's uh, <laughs> well, very for, good PR, Daniil. yeah. That's, uh, that's a very good thing to say. Somebody He's got somebody whispering in his ear who's pretty smart saying, Oh yeah, this is just the start. You want to prove yourself and be great and have them give you $140 million. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens there, but Hey, I, they got him. So that's, that's what counts, right? They, they cannot, however, they, they got to let him be, if he wants to, they got to be let him become a free agent, right? That's, can't franchise them. They, yes. they, they can't, they can't franchise him. So yep. who's his agent? Who's he used? You know? You know, I mean, not a high profile guy. No, it, it's a it's a guy named Zeke, and I I I forget his last name, but he joined Rock Nation, so oh, Rock Nation really? put him okay. on put him on their roster. So he, mm-hmm. he's not a high profile name, but his his agency now is high profile. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, you know what? As good as that guy's been. Hunter, we don't know a lot about we don't know a lot about him, do we? I mean, it's, it's, it's personality wise and stuff like that. There hasn't there hasn't. He's, he's been, a low key, definitely kind of a private, kind of low quiet profile guy. guy but uh, uh, what a uh, what a draft choice for uh, for our guy Rick. He missed on a lot of guys, but uh, this was uh, this was kind of the uh, this was kind of the sneaky Rick that worked out when he, he went for the great athlete. You know, he went. Go for the great athlete and hope you can hope he turns into what you want him to be. And that's uh, in this case, but way more than that. He didn't, didn't he sit like half of his first year at least? Didn't he not not play much? His yeah, first he year? A ton. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a John Randall type story. John Randall was, you know, John Randall was. I heard uh, somebody was telling the John Randall story again the other day about how Denny O'Dungy was on and, uh, how Denny came in and said, I think this guy belongs inside, you know, because he was a backup. You know, he wasn't supposed to make the club, and he was a backup defensive end, linebacker type. And uh, and Denny said, I think we got to put him inside. And it was a pretty good decision Denny made there. About the only time he's ever right on defense. <laughs> he was yeah. a very good offensive uh, uh, assessor, but he, did, he missed on a lot of defensive guys. It is incredible. So we we did like I don't know two or three weeks ago during our uh, you know how do we get through July phase of of Purple Daily and we and we were going through doing like all time Vikings drafts and different things and 
when when you start to look at the defensive line list of yeah. players, go back purple people leaders, and then you get mm-hmm. into like the Keith Millards and then into the John Randalls and you know, Dolman and all these guys in the last 10 or 15 years. It's a pretty incredible list. I've said, you know, wide receivers is a, like a very uh, a grand position for this franchise through its all history, going back to Paul Flatley, for goodness sakes. But there's a lot of those, you know. But the number one position on the, in this franchise team's history is defensive line. It's, uh, you know, from the – you know, even from the beginning, uh, Paul Dixon and guys like that. But of course, the Purple People leaders, and then everybody who came after them. But they've uh, now they had a few screw ups, uh, and I don't blame Danny for this one. But uh, Danny might have won himself a Super Bowl if they'd let him draft Warren Sapp like he wanted to. Uh, yeah. But he, what I think it was marijuana, right? Back yeah. then, we were worried that he. Flunked the marijuana oh. test at the combine. Ah, so we're gonna take uh, what's his name? Like Derek Alexander. Derek Alexander who was, you know, not a bad guy, but uh, he wasn't Warren Sapp. But if they would have had Warren Sapp woo, through the nineties, that would have been uh, mm. that would have been pretty good. So, uh, and and that, that's the I mean, Henrik was running the team. I think Len would have said, "Sure, go ahead, draft him. We don't care." But uh, but Roger was. Oh, we can't. We can't. We can't have a guy who smokes a joint being the best defensive tackle in the history of man on this team. So unbelievable. Patrick, didn't the report come out on SAP? I think it came out in the New York Times on the Saturday of the draft too. So teams were like, "Whoa, we're going to have to pass on this guy now." It was one of those things. Yeah. the, The question now is, if you're with the Vikings. Can you smoke pot on the sidelines during the breaks? That's what I want to Wait, know. Isn't it as of today? Probably if, yes. Yes, right? it's legal. Yeah, you can have one. You can. But uh, the the cities the cities are passing rules right. against it, right? So so I think In public. That, yeah, so I think you could get high on the sideline at at US Bank Stadium. But Egan, I think, is going to outlaw it. <laughs> so you cannot get high on the sideline at TCO. No, city parks. They're not going to let you smoke pot in city parks. What? What's the sense in making it legal if you can't go down and walk, you know, take a walk around the park and go sit at a picnic table and, and get high, you know, <laughs> soak one. What the hell? Uh, I mean, let's go here. Come on. It what is, we- dude. It, it is crazy how, and I get it, it's just kind of how, you know, society has operated for a hundred years, yeah. but we've been, and I've never been like a huge, uh, a huge weed guy in my life, but. The oh. fact that we've been wringing our hands over it for all these years, and yet you can go get a bottle of vodka and drown yourself, and no one, <laughs> no one yeah, will ask you, questions. You can be laying under that picnic table with a bottle in your. Oh, it's just a little know. buzzed, you know. Don't it's worry fine. About it. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we uh, so it's uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's been a historically fantastic position. Speaking of which, and Judd and I talked about this a little. Uh, we still can't get Jim Marshall to, no. to make the semifinals, even for the Hall of Fame. I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. Have they just what? decided that ah, oh, there's already already two guys from that line that are yeah, you know, yeah, like... but that's yeah, but you know, but there were three of them. Now Gary Larson yeah. and Doug Sutherland, you know, were alternated as the other uh, tackle, but you know. Jim Marshall was it was it was Paige Eller and Marshall when Marshall should be in there, and I'm not saying that just because I like the guy, but uh, yeah, it's uh, you know 
it's going to be too late pretty soon. Yeah. So for hey, him to uh, enjoy it. Pat Declan has done some great sleuthing here. So the um, the Score North Facebook account, it used to be the 1500 ESPN Facebook account, and they uh-huh. give you, they'll just give you like on this day memories from different times in the past. And uh, he found this one yesterday. On this day, 10 years ago, the Royce and Mackey radio show, we used to put the cram session questions on Facebook yes. so the audience could participate. Yes, right. And uh, the first question from 10 years ago today on the Royce and Mackey show was, does Christian Ponder's performance in Mankato mean anything significant as to how he's going to play this year? And I wonder what the answer was. So was that way? <laughs> he wasn't a rookie 10 years ago, was he? No, and he was going he into was, his third was, year. Going into yeah. his third, third year. Third year. Okay. Well, we don't, you know, we act like we turned on him immediately, but we didn't. We still had hopes for him. I remember my granddaughter being six years old, having a Ponder jersey, you know, still. And, you know, he was still going to be our hope. It's too bad. He seemed like a nice fella, but uh, all the flaws that people said when they drafted him were, you know, well, he kind of. Like he to me, he always had the problem of throwing the ball where the receiver was instead of where he was going. Right? Yeah, that's... yeah. He was late, and uh, that to me, that's probably the biggest talent there is for being a quarterback. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. He was an athlete and all that, and nice guy, and he was. He, you know, he ran off and got married one weekend with uh, right in the middle of the season. He was he needed somebody to. By then, we'd turned on him, and we he needed somebody to tell him he was a good guy. So, uh, what's he doing? Anybody know what happened? Yeah. To him? So he started. It's kind of this weird, vague business. He started a business that connects former athletes that want to. It's like a networking business. So he puts together outings where you know twenty, thirty, forty former athletes can get together and network with each other. I don't know how it makes money, but he launched it last year. It's all over his Instagram and, and Sam Ponder obviously is promoting it and stuff. So I don't know it. what the business model is, but you he's know, doing it's something. Uh, big picture here. Uh, it's an interesting occupation being a quarterback, but being a sports figure in general, isn't it? When you think, okay, we get bad mouths as media members and politicians get bad mouths. But what other occupation is there where the entire town can hate you all of a sudden for you can be the nicest guy that ever lived walking down the street and say, ah, we hate you, you stink. It's a it's a it's funny that more of these guys don't have to take mental breaks, isn't it? Well, Ponder, and Ponder and Cousins are both like pretty good examples of you know if you just kind of ran into those guys at a backyard yeah. gathering and they weren't football mm-hmm. players you think, oh that kirk guy was pretty pretty nice guy you know mm-hmm. that christian guy was a nice guy but the minute they start making 10 20 30 million dollars as the quarterback of your team it's like, yeah 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 and the the only uh the only equivalent probably is you know to the quarterback is the closer in baseball you know for yeah Ron, you. Davis. Ron yeah. Davis to this Ron day. Da- Ron Davis, yes, you throw that name out there. You know, Tony Oliva's, Gordette Oliva's aunt went after him with an umbrella at her porch in South Dakota on, on the, on the, when they were making the winter caravan. She, Ron Davis, she went, ah! <laughs> 85 year old woman going to hit him. <laughs> 
Then he ended up getting her all-star game ticket. So he was, uh, he was, you know, good guy. He was a goofy guy, but he was a good guy. But we all go, Ron Davis, we use that as a, you know, another guy is like Les Steckel. Les Steckel is a joke, right? Yeah. A nice guy, religious guy, you're a, you're a good motivational career, speaker. Though, right? But you say Les Steckel when you want to, when you want to demean somebody, you say Les Steckel. So it's, mm-hmm. a, it's an interesting occupation, sports, that's for sure. Yeah. He was, wasn't he the coordinator for the, uh, the Tennessee? Yes. Yeah. Team the Super Bowl team, the, right? Went to the Super Bowl team. Yeah. yeah. The 99 Tennessee Titans. That was, in fact, I was on the field uh, after they won, won that playoff game. Had to look, look up less after, had to get a couple of quotes from less. And he gave me a couple of quotes, despite the vile stuff I wrote about him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not only, when he was here, but after he left, you know. It, 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 what a season so, that that yeah. was too. The Les Steckel season was oh, was God. one of the worst in in the major men's professional sports history of this state. You know why? Because they were all bailing on him at the end. They if they had a toenail, you know, if they had a hangnail, they were bailing on him. By the end, he had like this was, you know, this was pre MRI when guys just played, you know. And uh, he must have had 17 guys on the injured list at the end with minor injuries. Nobody wanted to play anymore. Uh, so it was, yeah, but, you know, his name gets mentioned now damn near 40 years later. Last tackle. Uh-huh. Hey, here's a, here's another one uh, going down the cram session memory lane here. 11 <laughs> years ago, 11 years ago on this day. The third question of the day was, where does Murray's Garlic Toast rank among famous <laughs> Twin Cities restaurant sides? Uh, well, uh, it's, uh, I can only stop there about six or seven times a year because otherwise I'll, you now can buy the box of 20, right, for some. And I, you, go, you go seven at night and... And then you eat them for breakfast the next morning. Mm. Garlic toast for breakfast, man. That ain't healthy, but you, it's a great way addictive. to start your day. Yeah, I don't no. know. They're so good. Yeah. They're still so good. You know, you know what I had the other night, and I'll, I'll I'll never forget the first time I had these, and I'll tell that story. But uh, my wife and I went to Monte Carlo the other night for okay. some of those those dry rub wings. Oh, 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 I had those about a month ago. They're fantastic. You, I remember one of our first ever Roycey and Mackey shows. We were doing it was like 2010. Target Field was new, and we were doing one of those plat live broadcasts on the Plaza. Uh, you know, before a game. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember. It was like right before the show or something. I think you or Roofsy asked, you know, are you guys hungry? Should we order some lunch? And you put in a phone call and a white van from Monte Carlo showed up <laughs> with like three <laughs> catering trays of the dry rub wings. And the way you said, we couldn't eat them all because there's four of us, but uh, Twins fans were walking by and we're just handing them dry rub wings from Monte <laughs> Carlo. <laughs> it was, uh, yes, those were, those were the days when we were the, uh, official station of boy it would be interesting if we were you know the one thing is when we were in the official station with the twins we didn't ballet it up much much we were they, and they never we were, said anything about they it. they never said anything no 2011 i mean we were still a station when they went 19 and 50 in this season right yeah, yeah. 19 and 50 you know, that but was, we did have a two-month stretch. That was we sold, your, we sold that was It's your Happening t-shirt. t-shirts. And I think it's that, happening. And then at the end, they were like, well, they, they tried. They sold some t-shirts, <laughs> and we crapped ourselves. So. Like, you knew you were in trouble when Petey Hernandez. Wasn't Petey starting by then uh, at the I end think, of that year? Didn't he make I, yeah, like six so. starts, and the next year he's pitching for the Saints? You know, so 
when Scott Diamond was, was your ace the following year, you knew you were yes. probably in some yes. trouble. Yes. Hey, that man, I'm I feel bad I didn't stay up and watch that US women's soccer match last night. Uh, zero zero with Portugal. Three but we advanced. Right? We advanced, so we're very happy. We advanced. Oh, the zero zero. So so Carly, they got Carly Lloyd on the on the post game and she she's like New Jersey. She just mm-hmm. rips this team. So they get done with this draw, right? They kind of backdoor their way into yeah. the to the elimination rounds, and uh, and Carly Lloyd was incensed. So they're showing the players kind of smiling and dancing because they made yeah. it through, and she was like, "This is despicable. Why are you smiling?" <laughs> really good. I like, that. I like yeah. Carly Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw one headline says. U.S. women lose zero zero. <laughs> it was apparently a terrible, uh, terrible display. But yeah, she'll. In other words, never going to make it at BSN, huh, Carly? No, probably not. But that probably. is Fox, though, isn't it? It Fox. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. Fox. So yeah. They're they're big on soccer, so maybe they're just resting up, getting ready for the uh, getting ready for the big uh, big season here. So. Yeah, this is reading uh, some of her quotes. She said she said that it was uninspiring and that the U.S. women's team is spiraling on the world stage. <laughs> oh, no, really? Time to fire the We need Justin Morneau to, to read some of these, you know. Time to fire the coach then. You know what? I, I, just was, I was mm-hmm. just jotting these down before during the break here between the, the, uh, the podcast with Roscoe and you guys. You know what's amazing about this baseball season? The Twins, we're disappointed in the Twins, right? You're, we're about tenth on that meter, aren't we? Of the the number of teams that we're going to be be good that have oh, flopped this year. Is amazing. This baseball Cardinals. has got its Padres. baseball has Yankees. finally got its parity to some degree. Yep. I mean, you still have terrible teams, but the the over and under opening day on the Cincinnati Reds was where the heck is it? Like sixty five and a half. 65 and a half they're gonna win 95 right. you know the o's now they had they, they had gotten a little bit on the o's the o's were 77 but uh the headline on this the odd sharks was fade the rays back the m's was their headline on uh on the one loss opening uh opening season it's it's been a it's been a very interesting season in that way because the Yankees, I mean, they're 10 and 15 in July, can't score a run. Who yeah. in the hell out of Stanton last night? And Michael Kay, I was listening for a minute, and in the eighth inning, Hader hits the ball to third base. There's one on, they haven't scored, and Hader says, uh, and there's the third out as Hader jogs, to, not Hader, what's his name? Uh, Bader. Harrison Bader. 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 Not, and third out there is Bader jogs the first season on a ground ball. So, hey, so. Cleveland traded its ace yesterday. Ace, yes, Cleveland. Cleveland's like, how could the Twins get swept by Kansas City? What can we, we do not to win this? We division? don't care. We don't care, Twins. We're not. We don't want to go. We don't want to send this collection to the play. Good yes, for you. We, we don't want to go. We don't. We we. Yeah, their best pitcher and. uh for a injured minor leaguer, yeah, first baseman. He's supposed to be a tremendous hitting prospect. No, they're just giving up. They don't want to win. You know. So on the, on, the, the on the Orioles, they did you see the last time the Orioles had sole possession of first place in the American League was ni- in in August was nineteen ninety seven. Really? Wow. 
1997, the last time yeah. they've been this good. By that, it's uh, yeah, and it, you know, they they're supposed to have a bunch of them coming up too. You know, and the prospects all, you know, hopefully they don't get real stupid here and uh, and trade. You know what makes a difference? They got the best catcher in the world. This yeah. guy's great. He's uh, you know, he's switch hitter. He's I'm, Terry Ryan told me when he was going to the draft. He says he's Mauer. He's Mauer, but he's a switch hitter. And uh, he is so. Judd wants to move him already. You know, we were talking about. Oh, I move him. Yeah, I I move him right field first base yeah, real quick. I give him I give him eight years and then I'll move him. So anyway, yeah, that makes a difference having a great catcher, and he is that. He and Larnick, you know, were big teammates at the uh, at that Oregon Oregon State team that won this national championship. So yeah. Anyway, well, we'll, we'll see what they do. In a few hours here, we didn't want to do a whole lot of Twins trade talk because it's going to be outdated no. if they do something, but we'll react to it with you uh, later this week, Pat. All right, gentlemen. We will uh, see you later. All right. Sounds good. Royce Thanks, Unchained presented by Power Lodge and Miller Marine. So how about this? 25. Look at this. Power Lodge hit a major milestone. They've been around almost as long as it's been since the Orioles Last, we're in first place in the American League in August. 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. And uh, they're celebrating with a fun 25th anniversary celebration at all of their local Power Lodge locations. Brainerd, Ramsey, Anamia, Sock Rapids. They're rolling out the red carpet. Go to PowerLodge.com to find out more information about the 25 days of deals. PowerLodge.com. See you guys.